0: To the Love Nashville podcast, an inspiring, fresh, new outlook on what it means to be a community in Nashville 2021. With help from Nashville's most successful, vibrant female business owners, you'll gain practical advice and insight into what small business really looks like and what you can do to support us in celebrating our beautiful, thriving community in Nashville, Tennessee. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and let's chat a while. Caitlin Maples is the owner and baker of Good Boy Biscuit Company. She makes healthy, delicious treats for our fur babies, both dogs and now cats as well. She bakes each batch from scratch and ships them straight to your door or you pick up in Hendersonville. Bags of treats start as low as $7 a bag and let me just tell you, my dog Toby loves them. So do yourself and your dog a favor and go follow along her small business journey on social media at Biscuit Co. and go ahead and order some treats online at goodboybiscuitco.com. Pour yourself a glass of wine or a cup of coffee, and let's chat a while. Hello, and welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Love Nashville Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Garrett, and this episode is super special to me because I have my sweet friend, Caitlin Maple sitting right next to me. Uh, It's special because we both went to Stanford University in Birmingham not too long ago. I'm probably not going to say how long ago. Not too long. (laughs) I feel like I'm getting to that age where I don't really want to admit it
1: anymore.
0: Um, Caitlin owns one of my all-time favorite startup businesses here in Nashville called mm-hmm. Good Boy Biscuit Co. She makes healthy, delicious dog treats for our fur babies. And my fur is actually laying here in the floor right next to me in my office. So if you hear him panting, it is not Caitlin. <laughs> um. So Caitlin, who the heck are, ya? are
1: so, you? So yeah, I am actually... A Nashville native, so pretty rare. I'm a unicorn, so it's pretty rare that you meet one of us. But I was born and raised here in the South Nashville area, Antioch, Tennessee. So it's coming up on almost 30 years being in Nashville, and it has been just so great seeing Nashville grow and boom into the city that it has become. So it's weird because you've seen it when it was like before the whole growth and cranes and buildings everywhere and now you just see you know it. it like a small town yes probably. when it, yeah so it's been cool to see all these you right. know new neighborhoods pop up and you know they're all hip and cool and but it's kind of fun like introducing yourself as a Nashville native so wow. like I said it's pretty rare yeah I don't even think I knew that Yeah right like, the second right because we went to Sanford University yep. together so I was in Birmingham for those 4 years. And then my first job out of, you know, undergrad, I was doing marketing out in New Mexico. So I was away from Nashville for a little bit. And then I came back and did grad school with UT. Very cool. Yeah, so I have my master's in social work and that's kind of my full-time gig right now and making dog treats on the side.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah. Very
0: cool. What do you do in your spare time?
1: So in my spare time, my husband and I, we love traveling and that kind of slowed down a little bit when the pandemic hit. So we love spending time together with our dog. We love being outside. Um, But we kind of had to find a few new hobbies when everything started shutting down because we couldn't travel as much. You know, people just weren't going anywhere. Restaurants were shutting down. So it was weird for us to be like, oh, what are we doing tonight? Like, what are we doing this weekend? Still here, we're Yes. We're staring at each other, like twiddling our thumbs. You're like, all right, time to find something to do that doesn't involve, you know, having to get on an airplane or go somewhere. Yeah. Which speaking
0: of airplanes.
1: Yeah. Your husband. So pilot, he right. is a pilot. He flies for a regional airline, Republic. And so That's pretty cool. it is cool. And he's gone a couple days out of the week. So we have to get used to his travel schedule and my work schedule. And see you and Blue sometimes. Yes. Yeah, so my dog Blue is my absolute best friend. So he keeps me company when Landon's gone. And it's perfect because I don't know what I would do if I was home alone, like, constantly. So, he's been great. Before dogs. I know.
0: we ever not have a dog?
1: I don't, you know, it's just weird. I can't imagine life before my dog. I'm like, wow, how did I survive? Like, how did I get along without him? Dogs are the best. They are. They're so great for us. Yeah.
0: So, Blue's your kitchen manager?
1: He is. I call him my kitchen manager. He's always in the kitchen. He's at my feet constantly. He... Taste all the treats for me, make sure they're good to go. So, but he'll eat anything. And that's been the problem is, you know, making sure he's not overfed. He does. Well, there's been a few things where I've noticed he's not as keen on. Yeah, and really. I was like, it was when, it's when I usually test new products. Mm-hmm. And usually when I make the regular like peanut butter biscuits, yeah. he is right at my feet. Yeah, There is so drool. Great coming down his face. And so when I try new flavors, he's like, I don't know about this. Like, I'm not sure about this product. Mm -hmm. And that's how I kind of have to figure out what will my dog enjoy. Because I want other dogs to enjoy it as well.
0: That's so so smart.
1: Yeah. That's so cool. So how did you get started with Good Boy? Tell us about that. Yeah, so it started off, my dog, he's a silver Labrador. He has a really sensitive stomach. Mm -hmm. And we didn't know this at first, but we were constantly taking him to the vet. And I was like, what is the deal? Like, we tried different treats, different foods, changing his diet. And the vet couldn't even tell us what was really wrong. They're like, are you changing anything as a no, like he's on a food for a sensitive stomach. Like, I don't know what else to do. And then it got to the point where he was so sick one day. Like I had my dog Walker come check on him and she was like, he's sick. Like, you should probably come home from work. And so I left work and, you know, he had gotten really sick in his crate. And I was like, something is not right. So it was after hours at that point. And my husband and I had to take him to the emergency vet, you know, Nashville vet specialist. Mm. And they pretty much treated him for dehydration because he wasn't eating, he wasn't drinking. And he's very food driven. So that's when I knew, I was like, something's not right. Oh, so at gosh. that point, we just took him off of everything but his food, like his dry food for breakfast and dinner. And so I was doing a lot of research on treats because I wanted him to have something besides food, something to enjoy. Mm -hmm. And I was researching treats for sensitive dogs and sensitive stomachs. And I was kind of having to make the recipes my own to see what would work for him. And that's kind of how I started off with the peanut butter biscuits. And they were like the first recipe They were a huge hit. Blue was a fan. And it kind of just, I started baking for family, for friends, for neighbors. And that's when my husband was like, I think you've got something here. He's like, you need to turn this into a business. And I was like, I don't think I can. Like, I am not. Business minded. Like, I'm a social worker. I am not a baker. I am not a businesswoman. Like, I do social work for a living, not baking dog treats. And so, with his encouragement and friends' encouragement, I kind of started a website and it kind of took off from there. That's so, it's been a crazy journey. So, it's amazing. Yeah. It fell into your lap. It did. It definitely fell into my lap. And um, knowing what was best for my dog and doing more research on treats that we were giving him. So, do you bake his regular food too? I don't. So, we just use Purina Pro Plan for sensitive stomach. It works. So, and I knew these treats were different when I could tell a difference in his poop. Not to be gross, but really. But I was having to like hose down our backyard with the other treats and I, Finally, when I started baking these, his poops are finally solid. And I was like, all right, this is great. <laughs> this is so good for him. That's so. so.
0: Gross. If you don't have a dog, you don't know, but if you're a dog mom, you get it.
1: Yes. When Toby was a puppy,
0: we went through that because his breeder yes. had him on grain free food. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, these dogs, their stomach can't handle it." I'm yes. Like, okay, my vet was. Trying to get me to swap back to regular food. Right. did, and he just was not having it. So the fact that you have grain-free dog
1: food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he
0: is
1: grain-free. Yeah. Crazy how right, dogs can just be so sensitive.
0: Well, you know, humans are sensitive too, so mm-hmm. I guess dogs
1: are. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah. Okay,
0: so we know why they're different than what you can get at PetSmart. That was my next question. Yeah. It's like you get everything from PetSmart or Chewy or, right. what
1: makes you so different? Yeah, so... It's just the ingredients, right? The ingredients, so they're all natural. They're ingredients that I would eat and, you know, other people would eat. And when you go to PetSmart, they have very generic um dog treats that you can buy but they also have healthy ones as well but you have to do your research to right. know what you're feeding your dog. Yes. So some of the treats have more than 25 ingredients. And I can't even pronounce all of the ingredients in the treats. So when I do my research, I'm like, what is this preservative that they're using? Or what is this grain that they're using? Or what is this? Yeah. And when you have to ask yourself all those questions about what you're giving your dog, it just t- takes a lot of research. But, you know, they do have the organic treats or treats with uh, more natural ingredients versus. The very, like, mm-hmm. the cheapest ones on the shelf. Yeah. So, and some dogs can handle the generic cheap right. treats. That's what we're giving Blue at first. Yeah. So, it just takes research to know what you want to give your dog. Yeah. So. You want to feed
0: yourself healthy food. You want to feed your animals healthy food.
1: Exactly. I animals
0: because I know that you just launched cat treats.
1: I did launch cat treats. And that was something that was not on my radar at all, but the, I was getting so many requests for cat treats, and I was like, I don't have a cat. Like, I don't, I don't think, like, I don't think I should be making cat treats. So again, I was doing more research on what's good for cats, and even cats who are sensitive, um, whether it's skin or stomach. Hmm. So my parents have a cat, and I was like, we're gonna try it on him because he's sensitive as well. And I was, and I told them, I said, I don't know if this is gonna be good or not, like. Try it and just be really honest with yeah. me. Like tell me if he hates yeah. it or not. And I gave the treats to my dad and he was like, oh no. Like these are so good. And Spike loves them. I was like, all right, great. And then I was giving them to neighbors. And again, like having other people try it. Be honest. Before putting it on a website. Yeah. Because I need those honest reviews. True. It's, so it's they, been cool. They've been a big hit? They have been. And I also make them for the vet here in Nashville. Right. So they're the ones that really were like, are you making cat treats? Or do you know someone who makes cat treats? And I was like, let me look. Like Let me start a recipe. Let me figure it out. Do my research. Hmm. And... They're the ones that really kind of pushed me to want to make cat treats. And
0: you know if your vet says it's good Yes. your vet wants to buy them from you? Right. You,
1: yes. They're probably actually Absolutely. And it's been so encouraging to have a vet here in Nashville yeah, that's okay. want to buy the treats. That's huge. Yes, it is. Very
0: cool. So you say you're a social worker. I am. What has it been like juggling your full-time job and all the baking mm. and all the business, the day-to-day yeah. and financing when I mean, you wear all the hats?
1: Yes. And it can be hard wearing all the hats mm-hmm. and... Being in social work, I found that having this side business has been so good for my mental health and being able to come home and not think about the patients in the hospital that I'm working with or the difficult families that I'm talking to on a regular basis. So on that side, it's been really positive for me to have, you know, an outlet. Of baking, Absolutely. But it can also be really difficult when you're juggling a business and a job and being a wife and a dog mom, like you're wearing so many different hats and you have to really set boundaries with yourself so you're not getting so worn out or burned out with either of these hats that you're wearing. So, and I've had to learn a lot and my husband has been my biggest supporter, but also been able to tell me like, Hey, you're doing too much right now. Like it's time to set some ground, you know, solid boundaries. Yeah. So Chase
0: does the same for me.
1: Yes. We need
0: to stop working. Let's go have
1: some fun. Exactly. And that's what, you know, that's good that we have them in our lives yeah. to tell us, be like, all right, it's time to go have some fun now, time to relax.
0: Well, you know, your work is fun. I enjoy yes, my
1: business. Yes. Absolutely. Business, so mm-hmm.
0: the aspect of quote unquote work is
1: yeah. so much work. It doesn't feel like work to me. And I, I think it's that's why I enjoy it so much, is because I find so much joy. And baking these treats and fulfilling these orders and sending them to friends and family. Yeah.
0: So starting a small business as a side hustle is hard, like I know.
1: because Yes.
0: Um, and you get overwhelmed sometimes, like we're all human. What do you do? Mm-hmm. What have you learned so far? Like, is it a walk? Is it mm-hmm. Netflix? What do you do yeah. to unwind, to shut it off?
1: So really to unwind it's good for me to talk to my husband about why I'm stressed mm-hmm. and what some of those stressors are. Mm-hmm. And I'm also for getting outside and getting some sunshine, walking. Mm-hmm. And it's been really good. Like if I know I'm stressed, like Blue and I will just go on a walk and I come back just feeling so much better, just getting out of the house kind of in a different headspace. Yeah, um, But you do kind of have to... Um, you know, realize what works for you and how you relax and unwind. Mm, That's so true. Yeah.
0: So what have you learned so far that like young entrepreneurs like myself Mm -hmm. could learn? Like, how did you get started? Like, what what did you think you knew when you started?
1: So I know nothing about business. Like my major was family studies and I got my master's in social work. And I wish I almost had a minor in business or took business classes in college or grad school. And it's just not something I was thinking about when you're 18 years old and going to college and deciding what you want to do for the rest of your life. And so that has been the hardest thing knowing how to run a business, how to do it well. Luckily, my husband is very business-minded and has a business of his own on the side. So he's kind of been the backbone of this business and dealing with logistics and numbers and knowing how to run it well. Cause I don't think I could be doing, like, I don't think I would have started it. Yes. Are the hardest part. Finances, numbers, that's not where my mind is. Like I'm thinking about ingredients and baking and making sure these cookies don't burn. So I'm not thinking about numbers when I'm in the kitchen. So I- Always have to ask my husband questions like, Can you help me do this? Can you help me do that? Like, I need these numbers, you know, on an Excel spreadsheet. Help. Yes, please help. It's
0: okay to ask for help. It is. I have a hard time with that. It can be
1: so hard, and I'm not one to ask for help. And this has been the thing that has like stretched me, you know, out of my comfort zone, being like, All right, I need help doing this, and I need help doing that. So, and I, I still don't like it, but I'm getting comfortable with asking for help. Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. We're I mean, independent. It, we're so independent. And so when you have to ask a man for help, oh my gosh. I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. Sometimes I have to make myself ask for help. Yes, definitely. It's not my natural state. Yeah. But it can also be hard, like. It's pretty humbling. Even um, learning about the website and social yes. media, like what's popular, that has also been something I'm still learning and still challenging myself on Mm -hmm. because I know social media, we can compare ourselves a lot to other businesses and companies. Mm -hmm. And I had to realize like, I'm a one man business. I am not big bakeries that have done this for years and they have it to a science. Like mm-hmm. they know what they're doing and I'm still learning a whole lot. So I try not to compare myself to other successful businesses, which is great, especially if they're women owned, yes. you know, rock in the business world. I love seeing other women succeed, but have to not compare myself to their success because they could have started this a long time ago.
0: Right. So, yeah. And you know, social media is ever changing. It is. I mean, you could learn something today, and tomorrow it might change.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So,
0: you know, the grace thing. I've had to yes. give a lot of grace.
1: Absolutely. Oh my gosh, yes. And it's just so important. Yeah. Women, you know,
0: we're hard on
1: ourselves. We are so hard on ourselves. And it's a crazy to think, like, how much we want to succeed and how much we'll put ourselves through. Yes. But. I will
0: basically kill myself. <laughs> I mean, it's it's terrible.
1: Yeah. You need to please. Exactly. Woman. And I'm sometimes. such a people pleaser and that can get myself in trouble sometimes. Mm-hmm. My husband is like, just say no. And I'm like, yeah, I can't say no. Like if I say no, it's over. Like the world is ending. I know. So definitely setting those boundaries with it's saying okay say no, out. it Someone is. One time, a
0: really good mentor figure of mine named Frederick, he said, Uh, it's not about the things you say yes to, it's about the things you say no to. Yeah. And I've heard that, you know, time and time again in my life. Mm I did not actually understand the value of that statement until owning a business. Yeah. And it holds a lot of value. Absolutely. You know, everything. You have to sit there and say, is this going to better me? Is it going to make me money? Is it going to get my product in the hands of more people? That
1: Exactly. Those kind
0: of questions you have to ask yourself. Yeah. It's worth it. Right. Even if you want to say yes, because of course we do.
1: Yeah, I know I've had people ask me about pricing Mm. and bulk pricing to the point where I've come down a whole lot Mm. on prices for people who were strangers to me, and then they would come back and say, Oh, it's too expensive. I'm like, Mm. Okay, like I cannot bake for free, like, I have a product that I'm trying to sell, and like. I'll be so nice about this, and I'll come down like as much as I can without losing money or going under. So I think that's the difference between a large company and a one-man show. Yes. So. Yep. That's been the challenge as well, like saying no to things. One
0: day we'll need an operations manager. Yes, absolutely. Is that home for us? Yeah. So we don't have to tell people no. Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let me know when you find one. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> How has the
0: Nashville community supported
1: you? You know, it's crazy how Nashville continues to show up. And I think that's really the turning point for Good Boy Biscuit Company Mm -hmm. is when our current vet, so West Vet Animal Hospital, Mm -hmm. they reached out to me on Instagram and they were like, we love that you have homemade all natural dog treats. We want to do a promotion with Chick-fil-A. Would you mind baking for us? And I was like, Well, sure, that sounds pretty cool. So let me bake for Chick-fil-A. Sure. So it was a whole process of having Chick-fil-A approve everything all the way down to the recipe that I created for West Vet Animal Hospital. And I'm thinking this is going to be a one-day promotion. I'm thinking, you know, drive-through on a Saturday, people get treats for their dogs, and that's it. And the vet's wife emailed me and was like, how about 600 cookies in the first week? And I was like, 600. what? <laughs> like three inch cookies that have their logo on it. than what you sell on your Oh my like- gosh. I And I was so excited, but also Landon was outside in the yard. I said, Landon, I'm going to need a bigger oven. <laughs> so I call my mom. Five, ovens. Yes, I call my mom. I was like, I need all hands on deck. WestBet wants 600 cookies in the first week for this promotion at Chick-fil-A. So they were doing at two different locations, one in Brentwood, one off Nolensville Pike. And that's kind of when everything blew up because my logo was on the uh, packaging and it was also promoting West who just opened and they kind of had to change their grand opening because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So this Chick-fil-A promotion was kind of their grand opening promotion. And so- I had people call me after they got a treat from Chick-fil-A. And they were like, what in the world do you put in those cookies? Like, my dog is such a picky eater. She doesn't eat anything, but she loves your treats. And I was like, honestly, like, I did not think it would blow up that much. And so now West Vet they put in regular orders like each month and they have the treats in their clinic. So that's that's really when it started to become super huge. Oh, man! You just never know what it's gonna happen. Yeah, and it's you know in the Nashville area supporting a local vet, and they have been just so great to me. And I tell them all the time, I'm like, y'all are my biggest supporters. Like besides my husband, like it's West Vet. So So yeah, so they've been like such a great blessing Mm to believing in me when I was just like starting out. Like I think I had my website up for maybe two months before they reached out to me.
0: Yeah, I remember discovering you like just prior to the website.
1: Yes, I think you reached out to me and I was like, the website is launching soon, don't know when. And then my husband was like, Publish, And I was like, oh my gosh, it's live. Okay. So it's happening. So terrifying, thrilling. It is. It is hard putting yourself out there. And you were like do or die mode. Well, it's like I don't, not a drill. I don't think I would be there if it wasn't for my husband who was pushing me the whole time. Like we got to do this. Like you're, we have to sell this product. And I was like, okay, we're doing it. My dogs now in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> we don't mind it.
0: Oh, gosh. Okay, so they can find your treats at your vet. Yes. They
1: so they can go to goodboybiscuitco.com and look at the different flavors on the website. And I have a pickup option, or I also do delivery. Nice. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. okay. I do this rapid 10-question thing. Okay. And one of the questions on here, I've been dying to ask you for weeks
1: now. Okay. So just spit out whatever comes out. Okay. Okay.
0: Number one. What's your favorite Nashville restaurant?
1: We love Nectar Urban Cantina. It's right next to our house, so we're there constantly.
0: Yeah. We eat Mexican like twice a
1: week. Yes. So good.
0: So good. Uh, what's your
1: favorite place to take blue in Nashville? We love Percy Priest Lake or just being on the water in general. So during the summers is like prime time. Blue is just the happiest dog ever. Um, he oh, loves being in the water. That's where he'll be all summer. Yeah, Toby just
0: learned to swim last oh,
1: summer. Oh, good. Yes. And it was so terrifying. We'll have to have y'all out sometime on the boat. So. Boat
0: people. <laughs>
1: Toby, not so much. He takes up the whole boat. Oh,
0: does he now? Yeah. For people that can't see him, he's an 80 pound Bernie doodle and he's all up in Kaylin's lab right now. I'm very sorry.
1: He's being very sweet. <laughs> he's
0: been better than I thought he'd be for this.
1: Um, do you want more dogs in the future? You know, I would love to have more dogs. I think it would have to be the perfect fit for blue. Yeah. Um, he's very protective of me. So if it was a great fit for blue and you know, good time to have another dog, bring it on. Like I would better. love it.
0: Yeah, he's used to being an only dog.
1: He yes, he has that only child syndrome. He takes up my whole lap. So if we got another dog, we you know they'd have to go to Landon's lap. I think it should be. Yes, definitely.
0: No, let's see. Have you ever, this is the one I want to ask you so bad. Okay. Have you ever tried the dog treats
1: yourself? I've tried all of them and it's crazy. It, so the one I struggled with the most was the pumpkin spice bites around the holiday yeah. season for the fall. I don't do pumpkin, but I will do like a pumpkin yeah. chocolate chip muffin. So trying those pumpkin bites... I was like, can I give my dog this? Because I didn't know if I could eat it. Yeah. But Blue loves the pumpkin and it's good for his stomach. So, yeah, I've tried every that's single good, one. Yeah, know. yeah, that's what they say. So, I'm not a big
0: pumpkin girl
1: either. I will eat a pumpkin muffin. Yes. Something like yeah. super pumpkin eat, but pumpkin spice latte They're like, not much. No, I can't do it either. So, that was the hardest one for me to try. I, I was like, like, definitely the odd. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not normal. No, it's not. I'm very far from
0: normal.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go? So I love Spain. I've been there a couple times, and I kind of just have part of my heart there. Mm-hmm. I did study abroad in Sanford. Okay. Uh, we went to Spain. And so I, you know, love to go back there and travel with Landon. So, Spain's beautiful. yeah.
0: How long have you had Blue?
1: We've had him for two years. So, Toby's age. yes, he is Toby's age. And he is just... Too, and acting like a teenager. Like he rules the house. I'm not
0: <laughs> Coffee or wine?
1: Wine, definitely. Same. Well,
0: kind of both. Beach yeah. or mountains?
1: Definitely the beach. I love warm weather. Yes. Landon would probably choose the mountains, really? but I'm such a beach girl. So I have to drag him down there. <laughs>
0: What is your favorite thing about the Nashville community?
1: I love that it's so diverse and has so many different neighborhoods. Um, So you could be in the mood for a really hip neighborhood Mm -hmm. one weekend and then be really fancy the other weekend and just try them all out and go to different restaurants. Yeah. So. That's a good point. Uh, Okay, last one. What is one thing that you
0: hope this year brings for your business?
1: So I really want to try new flavors for Good Boy Biscuits. Um, it does take a lot of research and time and analysis. Um, so it's just slower process than whipping out the treats that I usually have. Cool. So definitely more treat flavors. Bring it on. Yeah, I'm ready. ready. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're all ready for new flavors. <laughs> he he I think he knows you're the, like- I'm I'm the, He knows. I'm the dog baker. The treat lady. Yeah. <laughs> Can you smell the treats on her? Probably. Yeah. I was baking earlier Don't today. Like do so. <laughs> have a scent. <laughs> That's so <laughs> funny. Business. Landon cracks me up. I'll be, like, baking in the house. And it really does smell really good. Like, it's I enjoy the smell of it. And Landon will walk in. He's like, are you not going to bake human cookies every once in a while? <laughs> and I was like, nope, not not really on my radar. So you're stuck with the dog treat smell. They're probably basically human cookies. They right. are. Yeah. Yes. So it, Regular, you know, healthy ingredients. I do. It's just, you know, no sugar, no salt. So no, it's just, extra. yeah. I mean, if I was adding yeah. all the additives, it probably tastes pretty good. Probably. So <laughs>
0: well, Caitlin, thank you so much for being on the podcast today.
1: Thank you for having me. This is so fun. so fun. Yeah, I liked it.
0: Well, Go follow Good Boy Biscuit Company on social media. Correct me if I'm
1: wrong. No, that's Good, that, Boy, Good Boy Biscuit, Biscuit Co. Co. Yeah. Okay.
0: And online at goodboybiscuitco.com.
1: Yes, right? that's right. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you guys for listening to the Love Natural Podcast. If you liked what you hear, go and hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Um, and look us up on Instagram at Love Natural Shop. Until next time, that's a wrap.